Okay. Mm. Excuse me, excuse me. I am back. <clears throat> Man, it's been a long time. That w- that was a true hiatus. Um, seems like Anchor has changed a little bit. So it's like I'm learning how to use it all over again. Who am I? I'm Donnie Frank. This is a. Uh, What's the science? Yeah, this is my podcast. Podcasting about, you know, various things. Just getting deep on whatever. But I've been gone. Uh, I had to move. And it was a stressful time. But that's dumb. We're in our new place. I'm working on new things. I got the... uh, I got the book done, the first issue is ready to go, um, you know, working on marketing, promo stuff, I'm also, you know, continuing production on the second issue, things of that nature, just trying to figure out, you know, how to make this thing work. And also just looking up, you know, different ways of submitting and soliciting and getting the book out there and, you know, getting it fully published and presented to the comic book community. Um, And so that's what I've been up to. That's what I'm continuing to be up to. Right now, um, I got... Really, the first page down. I got the roughs down for the first page. I'm going to start inking it. And it's... This is the first page I've ever done that's going to go in a book that's fully digital, that's done completely on the computer. And it took me a while just to get the swing of this thing. Is you know, I wouldn't say that I mastered it, but I'm doing fairly well. I'm doing pretty good. So I'm confident right now and my ability to execute you know four pages digitally and it seems and I'm looking is this gonna end did they shorten the record time on Anchor (laughs) they did the opposite of what I've been asking them to do well I haven't asked them directly maybe I should finally send that message you know here we go Oh, it's continuing. Heads up. You're now recording long-form audio. Certain sharing features will be disabled. Okay. God damn it, Anchor. Get your act together. So, yeah, check me out on Instagram. Bloody Knuckles Official. I got like two other pages. I got my private page that, you know, for family stuff. I got the Donnie Frank art page. It shows my broad work. And now I got uh, Bloody Knuckles Official on Instagram. And this is my marketing attempt. I paid for two promos. I mean, it kind of, it's like gradually building my followership or 
the awareness of my existence in the book existence. It's not it's not fast. It's like double digits at best. So it's not I'm not seeing a hundred people or a thousand people, even though the the promo tool claims that the promotion should reach like at least three thousand people. But I like this slow climb because with help and assistance from a good friend of mine on the Donnie Frank art page, you know, we we boosted my followers from like 500 to like 2,000, climbing towards 3,000. And that was like within a month or two, you know. And now they slowed down, but as I see all those people on that page, and I think, how does that translate into, you know, book sales or actual, you know, true fanship. It doesn't. Not not very well. Because I have, like, 3,000 people, you know, liking my work. So out of 3,000, let's say, if I post something on Donnie Frank Art, I'll get anywhere from 50 to 100 likes on it. You know, sometimes I, you know, as as it progresses, as the days or weeks go by, that pick might go up to 200, you know. You know, a couple saves. But how does that translate into people, you know, uh, purchasing my skills, purchasing my work? It really doesn't, you know. So I want to build a more loyal, more committed fan base. So as I put all my efforts into the uh, Bloody Knuckles official, it's like I'm making a daily effort to, uh, you know, comment on, on, on people's stuff, you know, and just building my overall presence, not just on the internet, not just on Instagram, but in the comic book community. So I follow a lot of people from the community, a lot of professionals, a lot of up-and-comers like myself, and I'm following more and more. Yeah, I follow more than, you know, that follow me. But I think through the comments, through the engagement, you know, I'm uh, building awareness of my brand, of my properties, of myself. You know, so it's not like people are looking for me now, but you know, when this thing really drops, you know, and it'll be a while, I think that that will help. You know, and I'm going to do it in a natural way, a way that feels comfortable to me. I don't want to just try to uh, market or solicit or, you know, get myself out there in a way that's like overbearing or not natural to me so I just like comment in a natural way uh, leave comments that I think are positive and things that I will actually say uh, you know no kissing up or you know stroking too much ego of, of other artists or editors or whatever or things of that nature you know just just something cool and fun like if I see something I like I say I like it I say why I like it or what I think about it you know Maybe I want to leave comments that go deeper into that. Oh, snap. Anchor did listen. I'm at seven minutes. Getting into longer recording time. Heads up.
might not be able to share it. I guess it's only on odd. Oh, that's the trick, huh? You get a longer recording time. You only see it on Anchor. So I like that. You know, so... Really, I'm thinking about what to do with this book. There's so many things to do. So many things I want to do. A lot of things I don't even want to say. Just want to keep it to myself. You know, so... So I'm not giving things away. But... I really want to, uh, you know, I feel like there's, there's really two separate audiences that I'm going after. And that's the consumer public audience. And then there's the, the creator audience. And the creator audience may not necessarily, necessarily consume the product, but what they will do help me become established in the way, you know, as I become known among them and, and get to know them on a more personal level. It is really about who you know and establishing relationships, but you can't force a relationship, you know. You have to enter the space. Luckily, I got the internet. I can enter the internet space, you know, and put myself out there, you know, and see who bites, you know. It's just throwing little reels out. You know, like, hi, I'm here. I'm friendly. I make comics. You make comics. Let's be friends. You know, who knows how that's going to work or how it would translate into jobs or actual dollars or actual, you know, selling of product. I just got to keep going. But on the other side of, like, the creative space is also soliciting the property you know, for, you know, for, for wider publication, for, uh, multimedia prospects, uh, games, movie, animation. I'm, I want to do a direct line to a video game and a direct line to an animation. That's my plan. That's my 10-year plan for this book, a book three volumes it will end in three volumes it'll have five issues per volume we'll have a uh, I want a hardcover trade for each volume with loads of goodies in the back of that and then I want to go you know move into the video game realm I have an idea of the kind of game this property will make and then from there, I want to move into animation. So that's that's like my ten year track for this for this series, you know. So in the first five years, put the books out, and then solicit for the game. And then in the next five years, as the game is out, solicit for the animation. And so I'm looking up like a. Uh, different editors and producers and you know things of that nature you know writers outside of artists the other contributors to you know to this industry and i'm thinking of ways to just engage them and you know make them aware of myself and what i'm doing because i think it's really cool i would like for uh, people to see it you know and i don't 
I'm not going to ask for feedback. I'm not going to ask for people to, like, put my stuff out there or give me money or anything like that. I just want to share it. And, you know, and whoever bites is whoever bites, you know. As for the selling aspect, I save that energy for the consumer audience. So as I look to, like, enter convention spaces and things of that nature... You know, I had to develop that hustle. <laughs> you know, and how, how does one go about it as you sit at the booth and people walk by you? You know, you, you jump up and stand in your chair and yell, hey, buy my book. It's better than, <laughs> than the other books. Or you don't even compare. You're just like, it's a good book. Try it out. You know, or you just sit there calm and collective, you know. I did my book signing for uh, Chain Gun. I wasn't real vocal. I didn't get up there and like draw people in. I just sent the message out that I would do a book signing for the book. And who showed up, who showed up. And Barnes and Nobles would only give me 40 books to put at my little table. And I sold all the books. And a lot of books went to strangers. Some of them went to people who I knew. I didn't know them that well, but they showed up to support me because they knew what I was doing. And they wanted to support what I was doing. You know, and I had a discussion with my wife recently about people buying the books and not reading the books. And I appreciate the support of people buying the books. I love that. But in this day and age, me being so independent with no serious backing, there's no way. You know, these books are more like a portfolio for me to get contracted work or... You know, so, you know, solicit this property to a bigger studios or companies to make, you know, other projects based on the material. So, but it does stand on its own. Now, it could get popular and just be a wildly, you know, popular comic book. I would love that. I would, but in reality, more things need to happen. If this is going to be lucrative. So. To think that on my own. I'm going to sell so many books. That I can quit my job. That's not that. That's not quite realistic. Not to say that it's impossible. But I also got a plan for the other end. Is that I won't sell books. So then you have to use the book. In you know certain ways. To make certain things happen. I, I, I forget my point. But, uh, you know, so so I'm aware of where I am on the totem pole, you know, in the world of comics. You know, I know I'm non-existent and I need to do what I need to do to make it happen. Uh, my wife, um... Oh, yeah, I was talking about people buying the books. And not uh, not reading the books. So, in that case, I don't really need the support like that. I need the support, but I want the support of people who want to be invested. Meaning, why would you buy a book that you won't invest in? You won't invest in your time. You won't invest your mind. You won't read it. You won't be connected to the characters or the story. So, 
what motivation do you have to purchase the next book or the next book after that or anything else I purchase, you know? Especially if you don't know me that well. I want you to read it. I want you to become a fan. So, you buy the book, read the book. And you enjoy the book, buy the next one. Actually, however I do it, however I uh, expose this book to the to the public, this first issue, I just want it to be free. You know, this is my entry into the public space, into the industry of comics. And I want to give something before I ask for something in return. And I, you know, I don't think nothing's wrong with that. I mean, we all want to make money. We want to do this for a living. And I do want to do it for a living, but... That's just how much I care about the space, the community, and the people in the community, and I appreciate it, you know. And for those who do really want to support, you know, I want to give you something first before I ask you for anything. I just feel like that's fair. It's just, and what's wrong with a, a free first issue or a free first digital issue? You know, there's nothing wrong with that. And then, you know, Give people something to chew on, something to bite on. Hopefully, if they like it, then they'll come back, you know. And then maybe I'll ask for a little change, which isn't much. But then at that point, it's all about, you know, that's where the support comes in from, you know, from people who really want to support. If you buy the book and you don't read it, I just feel like there's something missing there. There's there's a lack of investment. There's a lack of commitment. You know. It's like you got a restaurant. You make cheeseburgers. Oh, I'll buy a cheeseburger. And then I never eat it. So eventually I'm throwing it away. You know. Because when my book is going to sit on your shelf to never be seen. You know. You're not going to read it. You buy a gift to somebody you think you know, we'll read it, because that's what spreads it, that's that's what the real support is, I would rather give the issues away for free, and have people read it, and spread it, and you know, make it become something, then for people to buy it, not read it, and it, it sits somewhere collecting dust, and it just disappears, and no one ever knows of it, that defeats the purpose, you know, not knocking anybody who bought any of my books, thank you, I appreciate it. You know, I really needed that. You know, and I'm, and I'm glad you decided to invest in me. I really do. But read it. Even if you don't read comic books, you know. I'm not writing my comic... It's a comic book, but I'm not writing my comic book for comic book fans. I'm not writing it for fans who aren't comic book fans. I'm writing... It's just a story. It's a story with characters... It has nothing to do with superheroes if you're not into that thing. You know, that's just what it is. So if you like stories, read it. Who doesn't like stories? Everyone likes stories. You know, you go to movies, you read traditional books. You know, you look for stuff on Instagram. You you know, watch reality TV. It's all narration. It's all the stories of other people. You know, whether you think of it as real stuff or fake stuff, it's all stories. So here's my story. Here's my view on some con- on some concepts. You know. So take a look at it. 
You'd be surprised. I guarantee you'd be surprised. You all would be surprised at this new book. It's, it, you know, I wrote the script for the first five issues. That's done. And now I want to complete the artwork for the first five issues. The first issue was done. You know, I'm just not completely sure what to do with it. But, uh... You know, I think I think it's good. Not just I think it's good. Like I'm reading this and it's amazing. <laughs> it's amazing to me. I had so much fun writing it because, as a writer, I'm getting involved in the characters. I'm getting involved in the story. You know, as a writer and as an audience member of my own work. You know, and a lot of creators say, make the stuff that you want to see. You know, make the stuff that you would like to consume, because there are others. Who like to consume it as well, you know, and I, I adhere to that, you know, philosophy, that train of thought, because I'm a creator, and a lot of times, you know, I go into the space, and I don't see the type of, you know, titles or books that I would like to see, and or some things may have certain elements, but they wouldn't do it, you know, so I make what I like. I know there are other people out there that like it too. Because a lot of other things that I like, the other people like, you know, these big hits or whatever, we're not going to get into that. But it's not a fruitless endeavor. I don't think so. It's just all about exposure and the right people. you got to be specific. That's why they call it targeting, <laughs> I guess, when it comes to targeting the audience. So, yeah, that's what it is. And uh, I'm inking this page right now, having fun doing it. I guess that's what lets, you know, that tells me I have something good. Is if I really enjoy doing it. If it's a blast, you know. Shane Gun was a blast. Then it became really a chore. This is like a whole nother level. And, you know, I think, you know, it's the aspects and the elements I added, you know. This is more of a real project than the experiment that Chain Gun was. And the fact that it's in color and I'm adding all these different elements, you know, from, from our culture in here, black culture, hip hop. And then another thing that makes it fun is my experimentation with the digital situation. That really makes it fun, you know, because I love finding new ways to draw. I'm not a painter. I'm bad with color. I'm learning color. You know, I got to color this book. But, uh, you know, finding new techniques, new ways to draw has always been important to me. 
has always excited me, you know. Kept me going, actually. Cause like, man, okay, here's a new way of doing this. Here's a new way of doing that. It, it, keeps, it keeps it interesting. And it makes sure my skills stay sharp so I don't get stale. Yeah, so I'm going in on this thing. Yeah, first first digital wave. And it's it's pretty amazing. I like it very much. Just to, you know, fill up. I can't wait to get a device where I'm not drawing on this giant pad. You know, they they still call them tablets, like they're a tablet. I don't consider it a tablet unless I'm drawing directly on the screen. And I got this shitty Asus. So, I keep I keep thinking of ways to raise money to give me a Surface, but it'd probably be cheaper just to get a desktop and then purchase one of those, you know, giant screens and then draw it right on that. Because now you don't got to spend a lot of money for a Wacom. They got these other, these other companies out there have uh, cheaper options. So I'm thinking about that. You know, I just romanticize about the surface and being portable and just having that thing everywhere I can go. But at the same time, I can imagine what I can do with that larger surface, you know. And also, why I want to get a desktop is the memory. This Asus, this memory is shitty. So they say... You know, you buy a high-end Surface, it has a lot of, it, it operates like a laptop, but then, you know, how much memory could it hold versus a desktop with that, with the larger modem? It has more space, especially I'm creating digital work. I need a lot of space to put my work, you know, I need a place for it to, for it to rest until I call, call upon it to do its thing. Just drawing digitally, I like the strokes I can get. And, you know, because I've I become a fan of the thick stroke. I can just con control the thickness of lines and stuff like that. I mean, I'm not saying anything that everybody else doesn't already know. It's just, This is just my point of discovery. So, I'm kind of enjoying it a bit. And this is the first time I'm going to like ink and color page. Just all right here. Man, okay, 27. Thank you, Anchor, for listening and letting me record for a long time. This is a good test. I'm going to stop right here, see what this sounds like. Uh, get up with you guys later. Peace out.